0: Hi, welcome to the Read, Play, Talk podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Paris,
1: And I'm your other host, Jack Love.
0: This podcast is a resource for all things Read, Play, Talk. We hope that our listeners will be encouraged to read, play, and talk with their children every day. In this episode, we are talking about how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected the lives of our community and families, and how we can use this time for our advantage to keep reading, playing, and talking with our children.
1: So, like Lindsay earlier said, welcome to the latest podcast here. And because we're gluttons for punishment these days, we're going to talk all things COVID-19.
0: Yes, because it hasn't been talked about enough. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so, so we, you know, I thought we'd delve into how it's changed our lives, how the world around us has changed, those types of things. And businesses, how they're changing and dealing with the change, libraries, everything around.
0: around Yeah. So let's talk about it. I, I saw a meme yesterday that said... Anyone who answered, where do you think you'll be in five years in the year 2015 was wrong, like by far, which I think is so accurate. You know, when the school extended their spring break, you know, by a week, I no one could have seen that we would still be quarantining in July.
1: No, absolutely. We
0: would still be doing this, that kids wouldn't go back to school, that our summers wouldn't look normal, summer camps wouldn't be open
1: yeah, it's, only those people who who are like super pessimistic that you don't want to be around anyway. Those exactly. are the ones that are like, it's going to be like 25, 2025 before we're ever back. Yes, to You're like, Whatever.
0: yeah, and in my head, I'm like, oh no, these kids are going back to school. Like we have to go and yeah. we ended the year without going back to school, which is just crazy. And I've said it before, I have two young ones. I've got one in pre-K and one in first grade or they just finished those two grades. And so our life looked extremely differently during the months of, you know, the latter part of March and then April and May, because we were doing school and we were working from home. So that is something that I never thought I'd be doing. I never wanted to be a homeschool mom.
1: Right. Yeah. And, you know, we've run into somewhat of the same thing, except for we're different, only in that you probably had to spend more time with your children from an education standpoint than we did with mine, who's 16 and came to us and said, yeah, you know, I got this, which is good because I there's no calculus coming from Jack.
0: Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, I'm glad my girls are younger because I'm even thinking the material that they're doing in fourth and fifth grade right now. I don't know if I'd be very helpful. Yeah. The
1: stuff my son is doing, is it's insane. I don't even remember covering it in college. It, it's no. tough.
0: And you probably didn't cover it in college. You know, that's how much education has just progressed. They're learning things so much earlier now. Yeah, it's crazy. So, but yeah, our world definitely looks different, especially for our businesses. And you can speak to that firsthand.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we at Townies Mall, you know, we've got, I don't know, 180 tenants. That includes stores, kiosks, the spaces we lease space to, like for advertising and things of that nature. And I, in March, when the pandemic hit or began to hit, you know, we started to see people slowly close and then close and then kind of like a fish rots, right? It smells and then right. all of a sudden it's just it's really bad. <laughs> so that's kind of how things went down. And, and we were closed for the good portion, well, all of April. Portion of May, all of April, and we opened up on May 5th. And we're still not fully open. We're only about 85 to 90% of our tenants are open. And we're having to adjust to how we do things. We have different hours. We used to be open from 10 to 9. Now we're open from 11 to 7. You know, we have curbside pickup. We never had curbside pickup yeah. before. So now that we have tenants who offer the ability for you to shop online and they'll deliver it to your car at our mall, we, we rolled that out our region of malls that I'm part of. We were the first region in the country to do that because we opened up so early, you know, to the horn of my company there real quick. Yeah. So we're doing all kinds of things. We've got to clean more. We have, I'm going to advertise. We've got a drive in theater that popped up because people can't go to movie theaters anymore. So you can come out to the movie theater and those show every night from Wednesday to Saturday. So all kinds of things are going on and they're different. So we've been fortunate. We've been able to weather this storm, but there's a lot of people out there that haven't been able to to do that.
0: Yeah, a lot of our community partners that we have within Mesquite are smaller businesses, so they don't have, you know, like these big financial reserves to fall back on about being in a larger company. But some of them have kind of reinvented the wheel, in a sense, reinvented the way that they've done business, much like I think the mall is a great example of that because you've added curbside, you've added... The drive-in theater, these are things that were not necessary probably before mid-March.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, you were doing just fine.
1: Our world has changed. Nobody can deny it. But sometimes necessity is the mother of all invention, right? Mm-hmm. Businesses are doing business differently. A number of restaurants would have never thought to have a curbside delivery, would have right. never thought to how to rework their business. I think they're better for it. I mean, those businesses that have been able to adapt and adjust are, are, are much better off than they were prior. They have another way to deliver goods and services to people. That'll be ongoing, whether there's a pandemic or not.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think most of the businesses, the ones at least that I've talked to, they'll tell you that it was inconvenient and it was super hard at first, but in the long run, it has made them so much better. I mean, even within the inner workings of their team has made them stronger and just their business as a whole is going to come out stronger from this.
1: It's funny. I tell my kids like in the history of the world, there has never been a better time to have been quarantined and shut into your house for a month Seriously play Xbox. They talk to their friends across. They didn't miss out on me. I mean, maybe some face-to-face interaction stuff, which is important. Don't get me wrong. Right. But if this were the middle ages, like they may not see people for a month or two or or talk to anybody else. So it's been a pretty.
0: Yeah. With all the technology, it has been much easier to adapt than it would have been in an earlier time.
1: I'm more impressed with people and how just resilient they've been. Yeah. Overall.
0: I agree with that. Let's talk about some of the businesses besides East that have kind of had to adapt to this new world that we're in. So the Mesquite Public Library, I think we talked about it when Emma was on earlier. Maybe we didn't, but they've started a program called Library to Go, which if you already have a Mesquite Public Library card, you can go online, you can reserve a book and you can go and do a curbside pickup. Even though now the Mesquite Public Library, the main branch is open. I know a lot of people still aren't comfortable going into places yet. So the library has found a way to still get resources to people and books and movies and everything else without them even having to leave their car. And I was talking to some people from the Balt Springs Library, and they're doing something really similar where you can go online and reserve. And they were saying, we're reaching people that we were not even reaching before this. People who were not coming to our library at all are now using our resources.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. It's amazing. I'm kind of a half glass full guy, half however it
0: is. Glass half full. Glass
1: half full. Yeah. I truly try to find the silver linings and things like the technology piece of it, the finding new ways to do business, you know, reaching new people that you've never thought you would have reached before. You hear the term new normal. I don't particularly care for that term because things are always changing. Maybe they change a little faster here recently, but the changes were coming. It's just how fast they got here.
0: Yeah, that's true. We've seen so many of our businesses use online resources that they weren't doing before, like childcare group, they're a great partner of Read, Play, Talk. They've been posting several times a week tips and activities you can do at home. They're posting story times, Mesquite Parks and Rec. They've taken a huge hit this summer because their summer is usually a really eventful time for them, but you know they're not able to host like their big community events. They've had to scale back on summer camps and where most people or some people could have been like, well, then forget it. We're just not going to do anything. They're hosting summer challenges online where they're partnering with businesses Showing activities to kids and then giving prizes out. Yeah, a lot of people are just moving online, which is great. They're providing their tips and information that way.
1: Yeah. And, you know, what can you say about the world? It's just awesome, right? I mean, yeah. back to that resilient thing. So, so let's talk a little bit about, I know we did briefly, just real quick, a minute yeah. ago. Let's, let's talk about how it's changing the family.
0: Yeah. I feel like when this pandemic started and it was like everything was shut down, we weren't going to restaurants, we weren't going to Target How have we survived this long without really, my girls haven't been in a Target since March, which is just crazy. But anyways.
1: Uh, Again, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Glass half full. Yes. You didn't have to go down the toy aisle.
0: I will see. Mm. That is true. Or the dollar section. I love going to those places by myself, but like with my children, it's a whole other experience. Yeah, can I get a new toy? With (laughs) my boys,
1: they always, always wanted a little, like a car. Or a train or just anything. They wanted something. It was always like,
0: oh. (laughs) So So, anyways, when we started this beginning and we're home like all the time and I'm spending really intentional time with my girls. We're helping with schoolwork. They're helping me cook. They're helping me clean, like doing all this stuff. It almost broke my heart for the way that the family was before this time. You know, I feel like we were just so busy going to different things, going to different events or different sporting things and practices that we were missing out on just time with each other.
1: 100% agree. I will tell you, we played a board game with my kids for the first time in a very, very long time.
0: Yeah.
1: Part of that's my fault because I'm so hyper competitive that (laughs) I'm like, I'll I'll cheat at Candyland just to win. Not you. Oh, I will. That
0: doesn't seem like you. Oh,
1: absolutely. It's (laughs) Candyland. I will cheat and I will win. So, but we played, you know, Trivial Pursuit and things of that nature. Not that we didn't want to do them, it's just we were so rushed we couldn't find time to.
0: Leave. Exactly. So. Yeah, and so I kind of made this decision really on in the quarantine where I thought, you know what, I I'm home, I can't do anything about that. My office is closed, schools closed. We are going to make the most of this time together, and I feel like we really have. I've tried to be really intentional about making memories with my girls during this time. And hopefully it's the period that we never have to go through again. But, you know, we can say, okay, remember that time where we were home for six months, you know, and we really, we had fun together and we laughed together and we asked each other questions and challenged each other. You know, I I don't want to look back at this time and regret not taking advantage of the time that I had with them. Absolutely. Yeah. So our reading, playing and talking at home has looked extremely different, you know, just because we have more time at home. I'll tell you kind of a funny story. So we don't have any pets or we didn't have any pets. My girls have asked for a dog, I think for as long as they could talk. And we just keep telling them no. I don't know people listening to this are going to judge me for that. And that's fine. You can send me hate emails. That's totally fine. If
1: Joe's listening, say yes.
0: Joe. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But we just didn't want a dog. And so I was doing something one day I'd maybe gone to like go pick up groceries and I came back and Joe said, Hey, the girls asked for a dog. And I'm just like shaking my head no. And he said, I told them no. And I said, that's good. And he said, but I told him we could go get fish. And I was just like, I mean, I know a dog's a lot of work, but a fish tank really stresses me out. I know in his mind, he thought this is going to be a very simple pet to maintain and manage. But in my head, I'm knowing like, this is going to be hard to clean. We're going to have to remember to do all this stuff. So we went to PetSmart, got a fish. We have two glow beta fish, yeah, pink and a green one. So my girls each got to name one. I'll tell you their names and I'll let you guess uh, which child name which fish. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. The first one is Emma. And the second fish is Rock and Roll.
1: Oh, Lola totally named Rock and
0: Roll. No. no. Harper named Rock and Roll. Harper is like my free spirit wild child, but it's perfect for them. So we have Emma and Rock and Roll. But I will tell you as much as those fish drive me crazy and like I've now become a fish parent because I clean the tank and I feed them. But we have learned so much about beta fish during this time because that's what their attention is. So we've been asking our Alexa all kinds of questions about beta fish and sea life creatures and everything else. And I find, like, complete joy in that, that that has been kind of what is centered around our house Just right imagine now.
1: how much you could learn about dogs. Okay. <laughs> Man's best friend. We've
0: missed the point. <laughs> we've missed the point.
1: <laughs> no, I got the point. I'm trying to drive home the point. You could learn a lot about dogs.
0: Yes. So. No, but we... We really have. I mean, our reading, playing, and talking is different. We're talking and reading about subjects that I never thought we would be like beta fish. But it's been a really, really sweet time for sure.
1: It has been. And I'm anxious for the world to get back to the way it was. But at the same time, I want to keep a lot of the stuff that I've learned about.
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't want to, I feel like I've learned a lot during these last few months, and I don't want to lose what I've learned, you know, just about the family and how important it is to really pour into my kids. Uh,
1: You know, and I also learned, this sounds ridiculously dumb, but I learned that you can spend that much time around your family and nobody
0: die. Yes, exactly.
1: And I actually enjoyed it. It's funny because you get so busy doing things, whether it's hockey practices or whether it's work or whether it's this or whether that. You just get busy and you think, well, I just don't need that time. Turns out you really do.
0: Yeah, you really do. I've talked to so many of my friends who will just say, you know, it's just impossible. I can't work from home and entertain my kids and do their school. But... You know, the ones who I feel like I've got an open enough relationship where I can kind of not call them out, but kind of call them out. You know, I say, this is such a great time to teach your kids too about what you do for your job, like what a day in the life of your job looks like. I would have loved that as a kid. I remember growing up, I knew what my dad did, but I could never explain it very well. I would have loved this opportunity to really been taught what his business looked like. Yeah. You know, I just think that's such a great opportunity for parents to show your kids. This is what I do every day.
1: And I will say for some people, me included, even though I've tried to learn those lessons, I've never worked harder than I have in the past three months. Oh, yeah. So I kind of get it where people are like, I can't be, but there are ways around it, right? Yeah. Like maybe take your focus and include somebody in on that focus. They may benefit from it really, really well.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So, all right. So... With the new normal that I don't like to talk about. I was about,
0: about to say, that's the phrase you don't like, and you just said it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's all kinds of things that are out there now that are free yeah. resources that people can can use to, to to read, play, talk with their kid every day. Yeah. I mean, that's what this, what this podcast is about. We haven't really talked much about it. We've talked about how it's changed our lives and how it's, you know. Now, how do we, our lives are changed. Where, the, where are the resources that we can now use to, to reinforce, replay talk?
0: I think for these past, you know, several months there have been so many resources that have come out either brand new or just I've been made aware of because I have I've been looking for them for my girls. Um but one we'll do a shameless plug for um the Read Play Talk Storytime at Townie Small. We've been hosting those on Facebook Live since May or April. I think I was hosting them in my house and that was not going super well.
1: <laughs> I actually was. You sh- you deserve a big pat on the back. I don't know if people Realize how hard you worked. I mean, even and you and and back to it. You included your kids almost in every video, yeah. so they're rock stars. They're they enjoying are. it. No, no <laughs> wonder they got you got a fish named Rock and Roll.
0: Rock and Roll. Yeah.
1: So you know, I mean, yeah, we've kept those things going, which has been very, very important. Because if you're at home, yes, never has it been more important to read, play, and talk with your child.
0: Yes, and I think when when school shut down, my initial thought was, okay, we'll just cancel the story times because there's no way we can do it. Your mall wasn't open. We weren't going to have people there. But again, we just had to kind of rethink. Like, okay, we can still do these story times. So I was hosting them in my house. That was chaotic and crazy. We have since moved back to the mall, even though the mall's, the play area is not open and we're not hosting story time in person. We're hosting them on Facebook Live. And that's been really fun because we've had like Mesquite police and Mesquite fire department come out. We've had um, a representative from Mission East Dallas, the public library. So we're still finding ways to get our community partners involved yeah, to host yeah. these story times. Yeah, it's been really been fun. Which has been really fun. Yeah, so those are every second and fourth Wednesday on Facebook Live, and you can find those on the Replay Talk page. Um, I, You kind of mentioned it a minute ago, but I've tried to post throughout the pandemic different tips to do with your kids at home, trying to use resources that you would – normally have around your house where you wouldn't have to go by. But the Mesquite Reads Facebook page is also a great resource for that. We we mentioned in our episode with Emma that we've kind of partnered with the Mesquite Public Library for um, our summer reading program. And the public library has really taken charge on posting activities just about daily of things that you could do. And these are activities that they had planned to host in person. But then when all this happened kind of had to redo. So now they're sharing them online. That's a great resource. Um, and then one of our favorites is Storyline Online. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. So they're it's and I may have meant I feel like I'm saying all the things that we've already said in previous podcast episodes, but they're associated with the Screen Actors Guild. And so they have like actual actors and actresses read picture books. And it's just incredible because oh. they're so expressive and dynamic because that's what they do for a living. Um so that's those are all really great free resources that you can find online and do at home with your kids.
1: That's so awesome.
0: Yeah, it's really fun. It,
1: it, yeah, you know, and there's so many things. And and, and right now, um, with the uncertainty of schools, you know, how you're going to go back to school, whether it's online or in person or a hybrid of both, it's never been more important to read, play, and talk with your kid.
0: Yes, I agree with that 100%. Right. And, and-,
1: and never has there been more time to do it.
0: Exactly. Now that we're home, and I, I meant to mention this earlier, but you know we've been really intentional this summer since my kids haven't gone to school since March, and so we're not necessarily um, in a crunch to get them up by a certain time. We've tried really hard to create a consistent bedtime routine to where we read every night before we go to bed. We sing a song every night before we go to bed, and it's just been it's been really. Sweet, you know, just developing this routine with them and developing this bond that we have with the family. Not only are we developing them emotionally, you know, within our family unit, but also educationally.
1: Yeah. I wish I could say we have that. My son's up until three o'clock in the morning. Every oh, day.
0: you should read him a story.
1: Yeah. And a bedtime story. What it <laughs> needs is a J-O-B.
0: You know I'm hey, uh, tell him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
1: so, well, it's been fun. It has um, been fun talking about how the pandemic has changed our lives a little bit. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it wasn't, a, a glass half empty type of discussion here. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to be thankful for in our pandemic. I mean, you know, um, th- th- there's a lot going wrong. There's people that are passing away that, you know, wish we could, we could save, um, but so much more, um, positive, I think if, if you just open your eyes and look I agree it.
0: with that. There've been so many resources and good things that have come out of this time, um, I just want us to take advantage of it and not miss it.
1: Absolutely. So what do you say you wrap it up? Or am I wrapping it up? You're wrapping it up. Oh, well, that's been our podcast for the day. We've talked about uh, COVID-19, how it's affecting our lives, our businesses, what you can do uh, with all this extra time on your hands and your family at home. So we hope you enjoy. We hope you can learn something and, and put something into your everyday lives. And remember to read, play, and talk each and every day.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. We encourage you to follow us on all of our social media platforms for ideas on how to read, play, and talk at home. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ReadPlayTalk and on Twitter at read play talk TX. We would also love for you to leave us a review. Five-star reviews are our favorite. And help us by sharing this podcast with your friends and family.